0: uh, Happy Sabbath. Sabbath. Our scripture reading today is by um, Isaiah um, 37, 20. Now therefore, Lord our God, save us from his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord, even thou only.
1: I made an announcement last week. And I say today will be the Sabbath that people give testimonies. If you have a strong testimony, God did something on you, on the church, on somebody that you did, you pray for. Today I will give you time to do that. Let me tell you something. Since 2020, the pandemic has hit this planet. And people are living in fear. And let me tell you, whether I've been seeking you are not, this is something that has shaken all of us. So so let's try to recall great things which God did. Thank you so much for your song. Great is thy faithfulness. You know, God has not promised our life to be easier. But he has promised that he, during the time of tempestuous time, I'll be on your side. Yes. You are not alone. So the title of my sermon today is a Deliverance from the Assyrian. And I was going to show you some pictures, nice pictures. And the PowerPoint just refused it. So I'll, I'll hold it on the next time when I preach. Okay? So today... I will read uh, some verses here. And I would like anybody who has a strong testimony. What God did is something special for you, for relatives, or for the church to share it to us today. So that we can have hope. But let me tell you something. People are horrified. Matthew 24 saying, people will give up. People lose hope and the power of heaven will be shaken. The planet is shaking because people are sick. The economy is moving all directions. The direction of this planet seems to be darkened. But the Bible says, remember the former things. I am, I am, I am God and I change not. Let me remember this today. I am God and I change not. Let me tell you something. When the Jews boys were called in the plain of Dura, and when the king say, all of you have to bow, and the three Hebrew boys say, we will not, When they cling to God, despite of the consequences, God came to their help. God is with us today, despite of what is going on. Let me tell you, this is a shaking period. And people are looking to scientists, people are looking to politicians, people are looking to what is happening. There is no hope since 2020. Look, 2020 to today. We have moved so far to a certain direction. So, I want to read a few verses today. few verses today that are very important to our Christian work. The first thing when you go to the book of Isaiah 36 so you have to open your Bible today most of the time I come with a PowerPoint even my PowerPoint today had no NFS it was just pictures you see there was a battle between the Israel and the Assyrians. And the Assyrians has conquered, had conquered all the nation around. Him. They even went to Samaria and what they did is that they conquered the Samarian. They took captives. So as the king of Assyrian was advancing, his last attempt to attack was Judea uh, Judah, Judea. He planned that he is going to attack the Judea. He is going to take the Israelites captives and take their city. But before he did that, what did he do? He said, let us meet and talk. So they met and they talk. And they say, tell King Hezekiah to come to me with the present. If we come to me with the present and make an agreement with the great king the king of assyria now let's go back you read this when you were even a young young child okay i read this when i was little okay jonah was sent to nineveh to preach to the assyrian so god wanted the assyrian to acknowledge him as the supreme ruler of this planet and to forget about their idol worship and to worship God. So when Jonah preached, uh, they had a soft heart and they said, you know what, let's leave this thing which we are doing, let's turn to the God of Jonah for some time. First of all, the character of God is to forgive anyone who has a true repentance. God has not put any boundary to anyone. God has not said, I will accept that and I will not accept that. If anyone is willing to confess, God is willingly. The king of Assyrian announced a fast through the nation. They fasted. And God heard their prayers. God acknowledged their prayers. Despite of how they were, he he took away his anger and he gave them prosperity. Now, when God gave them prosperity, he wanted them, he needed them to acknowledge him and be humbled, forget about their pride. But after some time, their heart was hardened and they became pride. They became boastful. So now they came to attack Judea. First of all, I want to highlight some of the mistakes which were done by the king of Judea, by the Israel. First of all, they put their trusty on the Egyptian. That's what they did. They trusted on the Egyptian. That Egyptian will serve them despite what comes. They will help them. And then the other thing which they did, the other mistake, they were giving, they were paying tribute to the king of Assyria. Can you see that? So the first mistake, they put their trust on human arm. And forget about the great king who is the God of heaven. Do we do that today? That when we come to problems, we put our trust on men. We put our trust on the president of the countries. We put our trust on great people we think they will help us. So they paid a tribute for some time. But after a time the king said, no, you cannot be with the Egyptian and me. You have to serve only the king of Assyrian, And you have to acknowledge that the great king, the king of Assyrian, he is the king of all the planet. So, they went to the meeting. But after they finished the meeting, now the king of Assyria is sending his general. You know the story. And the general go and he speak. And he say, the king of Judea, Judah, the Israel, should come and submit it to me. I'm paraphrasing. Okay? And he do not think. Let me read this verse here to you. Isaiah 36, okay. verse 6. Listen to the word of the king of Assyria. This is the general. Now he's speaking in the Jewish language. He say this. Lo, thou trusted in the staff of this broken reed on Egypt. What he's saying is saying this. You are trusting the Egyptian, but they are broken. I will defeat them. Whereon, well, if a man leaning in it will go into his hand and Peace, it. So is Pharaoh king of Egypt to all that trust in him. Verse 7. But if thou say it, say to me, We trust in the Lord our God. Is it not he whose high places and whose altar Hezekiah has taken away, and say to Judah and to Jerusalem, Ye shall wash before this altar? Verse 8. Now therefore, give forgive pledge, I pray thee, to my master, the king of Assyrian. And I will give thee two thousand horses, if thou be able, on thy part, to set riders upon them. So, let's build a foundation. Because look here. I'm preaching the first week of, our, of, 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 of the coming month. So hopefully the PowerPoint will work out. And I will share to you experience. Whereby God revealed between His church and the other churches. Okay, I'll show you this experience sixteen years ago. So what the king is saying: Don't trust even on your God because He cannot save you. So what is what is at stake here? What is at stake is not just the Israel as a nation, but this king is defying the Great King, who is the God of Heaven. If God does not interpose in a special manner, his name will be dishonored. And listen to what Hezekiah did. Hezekiah the king told them do not speak a word against him. Do not answer him a word. It is very important to choose leaders who are connected with the God of heaven. Look here. We are living in an interesting time. You see what is happening? People have lost hope. King Hezekiah told them, He said, Do not answer him away. What can you learn from here? when we come to any problem in our life, before we ask anybody, let's take time to pray. Let's take time to ask God for special help. Imagine a great a king receiving an information and he tell, tell, the sword on the wall should not answer him a word. You know today as the Seventh-day Adventist Church we are trying to get favor with the world by trying to compromise our principles. We are even trying to have interfaith dialogue with the other churches. Just keep this in mind because next time I will show you that God is particular. Okay? We are trying to compromise. To sit in the dialogue with the other religious bodies. Who even do not accept Jesus as the person said. Like today we had a very powerful brother Gregory said. He had a Bible study with a lady. Who she clean only. That is the name of Jesus. That is the son, the son, the son when we try to make peace with people who put Jesus on the dust so king Hezekiah say do not answer him a word why I will give you time for testimony okay earlier king Hezekiah was sick okay and when he was sick Prophet Isaiah came and said, you, you, you will die. You will not make it. God has say you will die. Then he cried to God. He said, Lord, you know I have done this and that and that. But I don't depend on my work. I depend on your righteousness and your forgiveness. Will you please add me some years? And the Lord said, you know, I will give you 15 years. And then the prophet Isaiah come to him. And he said, the Lord has said to me, he will give you 15 years. And then he said, but how will I know? He said, the sun will come back 15 degrees. So that will be the sign. So the sun back. Ah, that was a miracle. Now, you know this story. I'm building the foundation because next time I'll preach about this again, I'll show you the pictures. And then, when the sun came backward, 15 degrees, far in the country of Babylon, the astronomers, people who study about what is happening on the sky, whatever. They saw it. They were surprised. They say, who can do this? And they speculate. They say, nobody. Except the God of the Hebrews. The only one who can do this, who can take the sun backward, is the God of the Hebrews. So the king say, now, because of what has happened, I will send the captain and mighty men to go and inquire from the king of the Jews, the king of Judah, why this thing happened. And they travel miles and miles away. They come to Jerusalem. They say, Hezekiah, you know that you worship the living God. And we saw this and this happen to you. Uh, This and this happened to the sky. Will you please tell us why? Hezekiah Hezekiah was given an opportunity to witness about the God of heaven. That was was a golden chance. God allowed calamities to happen to us sometime in order to open the door for people that do not know him to know him. And most of the time, we use that opportunity. Hezekiah lost a very golden opportunity to reveal the character of God, to reveal his law, and to reveal that there is the rule of the universe that can command and that can do anything. He lost an opportunity. What did he do? He take them to the house of the Lord. He shows them the treasures. You know, sometime maybe you have been invited to somebody who is sick of cancer, maybe diabetic maybe even today COVID and they say brother will you come and pray for me and when we go there in in spite of us telling about the wonderful works of God we start to complain. So Hezekiah revealed, he told them, he showed them the house of the Lord. He showed them the treasures. He showed them all the wealthy that he, he had. And in the vision, the Lord revealed to prophet Isaiah that Hezekiah prayed to me that I shall heal him. And here, the king of Babylon has sent his men to come and search what happened? for what happened. And Hezekiah has shown him all the treasure of the house of the Lord. Now, this is what I will tell you. Hezekiah, what did he do? Let me tell you now. If you read uh, this book here Prophets and Kings, okay? This, this chapter. He said. He made the Assyrian the confidant of his kingdom. He trusted them to show them the secret that was in the Lord's house. Do we do that sometime? Or most of the time? We reveal our secret to people that are the enemies of God we tell people about our church secret People who are not friends of God. So, Isaiah, God tell him, because of what he has done, Hezekiah, the king of Babylon is planning to come back and take all what he has. And what happened? Isaiah is on his way. And when Isaiah is on his way, he comes, he asks the king, Hezekiah, Where are these men? Who are these people? And where they come from? And he said to him, They are from Babylon. They are from the king of Babylon. And he said, Why did you tell them? What were you supposed to tell them when they came to you, King Hezekiah? And he tell them, You know, I took them. And I showed him all what is in the house of the Lord. And all what I had, what I have. And Isaiah tell him, Because of what you have done, behold the day is coming that the Babylonian will come and take what he is they will come and take what you have you have shown them and they will come and take people as captive from judah let me tell you something when people come to us what do we tell them When people ask us about something, a help for prayer, what do we tell them? Let me tell you this. If people are complaining about what is happening, and we complain too, yeah, you know COVID, yeah, yeah, we are in the pandemic. But you know, let me tell you something. There is a God in heaven who rules. Among the nations, and He will take us through this problem. That one word will affect somebody. Let me share you a little experience. My friend there knows about it. It happened on the twenty fifth of, of December, this past December. I have a lady that she lived next to me. So what I does, I told her, "Don't worry, you take your trash, you put them on the door, okay? And when I leave, I'll take them out." You don't have to walk across. You know, I go out every day. I drive when I come back. Leave them on the door. Take them out. So I don't know from where she had me singing in my apartment. I don't know. And then she called me. She said, hey, gee, how are you? I'm fine. She said, I got a happy Christmas for you. I, t- I took it. I said, well, I'll take it. Then I opened inside. You know what? She brought to me. She brought to me an S.J. him, He bought me this book. Brand new. My friend was there. I said, what is this? And I go back I said, thank you so much. He said, you know what? I hear you singing. I hear you playing your organ. My daughter say you are playing really good. It struck me. I'm singing in my apartment. This lady heard me singing. When complain about what is happening what do we tell them you know let me tell you something since this pandemic has hit this planet a lot of people are taking great controversy let me tell you that I have been meeting with the people this just past week I met with people and I gave them a book this Thursday, actually this Thursday, this Thursday, it was around 12 midnight. And this old man took the book and he said, I need this book, thank you so much. When people are asking us about what is happening, what are we telling them? Are we complaining? Or we are telling there is a God in heaven who will hold handy to all those who trust on him and He will not leave them to suffer they will suffer but they will not be destroyed so Hezekiah received the letter I'm paraphrasing you know this story and if you don't know it go to the book of uh, chronicles, you'll find it and when he received the letter he tell his um, officials his mighty men let's go to the temple and they go to the temple and they pray. First of all, he did not answer a king of Assyria in a way. Now, let me ask you this. When people are asking about our doctrines, do we try to water them down in order to fit on the Christian group? Or we tell them, this is the word of God, and what God and what God has written, no man shall alter it. So they went to the temple and they prayed. Isaiah 37, verse 14. And Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messenger. And read it, and Hezekiah went up unto the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed and Lord, and unto the Lord and said, O Lord of hosts. Now, Hezekiah prayed to God. He did not answer a word to the king of Assyria. You know, there are so many problems that it could have been solved in our lives. In our Christian walk. Or even in our temporal things. If we take time to pray and live to God's hand. Then try to handle things on our own. He did not answer my word. He went and he prayed. Let me tell you this. Let let me uh, ask you a question. Do we really take time to tell God our problems? Or we take things on our own? We look on how people uh, have tried to solve their problem, and then we try to the same way. We are human beings copying other people's solution. Now, somebody shared something on the Facebook. He said, "People fail life experience because they copy from other people's experience." while other people experience it is different from their experience. Your walk with God is not my walk with God. We are in different walk. And God is walking with us in, 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 in different walk, the way how we are. So first, Hezekiah had unity with his people as the king. He told them, do not answer him any word. Let's go to talk to the greater king of kings who is mightier than him. And you know what happened when they prayed because the king sent an army to attack uh, Jerusalem. And he was waiting the, 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 the army from Egypt to destroy the Egyptian. So they prayed. When they prayed, the Lord revealed to Prophet Isaiah that do not worry. Do not be dismayed by the sound of the king of Assyria. The way he came, the way he will... And when he reached to his own land, I will destroy him in his own country. When you read this book, Prophets and Kings, you know, let me t- tell you something. These writings are inspired. And let me tell you this whoever tell you that the spirit of prophecy is something from human hand, he's a liar. These books were written by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Ellen White was just a writer. This is straight from the God of the universe. This is what he says. When they prayed, the Lord revealed to Prophet Isaiah what will happen. And listen to what happened. They say, the Lord revealed himself to his people because, first of all, they had unity. Unity among God's people is very important. Unity. And secondly, they humble themselves knowing that what it is at stake is not them, but His name of the God of who? Of heaven. and after that the angel came in the night one angel one only one a hundred and eighty-five thousand might men of Vela he slaughtered them when they woke up in the morning all the might men of Assyrian were dead one angel now let me tell you something. One angel destroyed a hundred and eighty five thousand men. Might, men of valor. These many were strong. When you read it, early writings, it says when the angel was coming down to call Jesus from the tomb, when he stepped, his, when his foot stepped on the planet, the planet shook. That earthquake Come from the step of an angel. One angel. Let me ask you a question. How many angels does God want to solve the problem of this planet? Let me ask you. How many angels will come when Jesus comes from heaven? All the angels. So, if we trust in Jesus, how much army do we have on our side? Innumerable company of angels. Unnumbered hosty of angels. Let me tell you this. We are approaching the crisis of the last days. And the people who will make through are those who cling to the army of where? Of heaven. Those who believe, man will not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. They will take our house away. They will take all the money we have worked on our county. They will chase us out of our houses. What will remain? Those who will live by the word of God. That God what he has promised is sure. Even if I die, he will call me from the grave. Let me tell you this. It will get worse. It will get worse. Because the ultimate goal is to force this planet to worship on Sunday. The ultimate goal, the plan is to channel the mind of people and bring Sunday legislation Whereby everybody see that to worship on Sunday is a solution for human problem, but for God's people to honor His law and to magnify His law and to live a perfect character is the solution of this planet, because then Jesus will come and claim His children as His own. Now I will end here. Okay. Next time I will show the PowerPoint. I'll I'll preach part two of this. Who has a strong testimony here? We still have time. Who have a strong testimony? That God did something. Go
2: ahead. God is good. I I have lots of testimonies I could share and share. Um, I'm gonna start with one of my favorite Bible passages, Isaiah forty one, verses ten and thirteen. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. Sorry. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Verse 13. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, fear not. I will help you. One time I was looking at this, and I saw God's righteous right hand. And so I'm thinking, if it's his right hand, then it's got to be my left hand, right, as you're walking. But verse 13 says, it's my right hand. It's his right hand, and it's my right hand, which tells me that he's facing me as he's picking me up and saying, don't be afraid, I will help you. I shared with you that yesterday I received my license to be a nurse practitioner in the state of Ohio. This has been a challenge to come. There were several times that I said, I just can't do this. There's too much going on in life, and I would try to quit. One time I failed an assignment and it was a big assignment, and it was assignment that was going to build on to the next assignment, to the next assignment, to the final project at the end of the quarter. So if I fail the first part of the assignment, how in the world am I going to pass the rest of the assignments? I said, you know, I just need to be done with this. I worked nights at the hospital, and I reached out to my professor. I said, you know, I realize I missed a whole part of the instruction. I need to do this again. Can I just... Send you what I've done again to make sure that I'm understanding it so that it builds to the next part. And she said, yes, that's fine. The problem was it was coming to the assignment, the next assignment due, and I still hadn't finished the, fixing the part that I had failed. And I had to work that night. And I thought, Lord, I just can't do this. And then I got a text from the supervisor that night said, who wants to go home? We're low census. Someone can go home. And I said, I would love to go home. And she said, I'm sorry, somebody else already asked. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Um, So I went back to work, taking care of my patients. And then she came to me and she said, you know what? You have seniority, and if you want to go home, you can go home. So I said, praise the Lord. So I went home, and 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 I looked up and I said, is that you, God? And I went home, and I was able to get a good night's sleep. I was able to wake up the next morning and finish my part of my assignment. To turn that in. I talked with my professor. She said, this is excellent work. If you had turned this in the first time, this is the grade I would have given you. I'm going to give you back half of your points. I finished that class with an A. God is a good God. And this nurse practitioner license that that is not mine, it's his, he's got things for me to do. And any time I said, I can't do this, he said, let me help you. God is a good God
1: okay that's a powerful testimony a professor to say that I will give you half of what you lost God is a great of miracle okay who has another testimony nobody has a testimony really who has a testimony okay there we go Isaac maam
0: For me and His kindness, and I. The, when you mentioned it last Sabbath, I thought of the one time that I will never forget that God was close to me. He's He's such a wonderful God. He loves us each so much. But this time, I was many years ago, and I was learning to do natural remedies, and I had given myself a fever treatment. And I know in the books it says, you know, you have to be careful because if you do something a little wrong, the patient gets a chill, they could, you know, get worse. <laughs> so here I am, and it's in the evening, all my family's home sleeping, and I'm, I did this fever treatment, and then I took my temperature afterwards, and it was really low, and it scared me. I, now I look back and I say, Lord, I was so stupid, but I was so scared, I just, I didn't know what to do. And I even, um, I was just kneeling on the floor in my living room and I said, Lord, I'm so scared. What what can I do? I didn't even think that I could do something to get warm, (laughs) you know? I didn't even think of that, but in my stupidity, the Lord was merciful and I cried out to him. And I said, would you please be really close to me right now? And he sent, it was wintertime, and he sent the most beautiful smell of rain. And it made me know that it was, him. He somehow made me know it was him. I'll never forget it was so precious. And so then I just, then I, I even, I thought well I need to do something. I was so grateful. And I called Yuchi Pines. <laughs> and I said, what you, know, what, you know, I told her what happened. And she said, well drink something more. <laughs> and I thought how stupid I am. I was, but, but you know, see how God was merciful? He came near to me when I was a
1: Uh, The spirit of prophets tell us that one of the power, one of the most powerful weapon that Satan uses against God's people is to have doubt on what God has promised. To doubt that God, he am alone, he has gone, he don't care for me. Let me close by telling you this, that we have been through a lot Since 2020. And you can see what is happening. You can see the economy is in shaking period. Let us remember the economy will collapse. But those who hold on guard will pass through. Let us remember this. He did not promise easy. He said, I will be with you. And people who will make through these last days calamities are those only who are clinging to Jesus and Jesus alone. Let's remember this today. Some of our church members are not here. They are struggling. We need to pray for them today. We will pray for them today. We need to pray for our fellow church members. We need to pray for people whoever is there that are sick. And you know let me say this despite of all this shaking. Brooklyn has stayed strong to open the church. You know, we say we'll open the church. Even if two people come, we'll leave the church open. And it will not mandate you whether you wear a mask or you are not. Choose what you want to do. Choose what whether you want to wear the mask or you are not. Choose what you want to do. This is how I understand. When we are in the crisis, is the most time to cry to God for help. That's how I thought that when we're in troubles, where to run to is Jesus and Jesus alone. So, let me close with this verse. Very powerful verse. Hebrews. Hebrews, that's a powerful verse Hebrews 12 verse 22 this is my closing uh, I, I don't say closing a pausing because I'll preach about this again when I preach Hebrews 22 verse, uh, Hebrews 12 verse 22 Hebrews 12 verse 22 but here come unto Mount, uh, Mount Zion and unto the seat of the living God the heavenly Jerusalem, and to an innumerable company of angels, to the generation, to, to the general assemble, uh, assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the Judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect. Let's remember this, brothers and sisters. Despite of what is happening to this planet. What is Satan is causing? We have an innumerable angels who excel in strength, who are willing to come and rescue God's people. Things will be no, will not be easy, but will make through, because the ruler of this planet is the King of Kings, and finally he will come to destroy sin and to call the dead in Christ. God bless you.
2: Him today is going to be number 538. Guide me, O thou great Jehovah. Number 538, and if we could all stand. Mm
1: As we are closing this service today. I would like us to pray for our loved one who are not here today. Mike, Paul, Pastor Jeff, and his wife. Uh, the son of Mike. Kim. And other people that are sick. Whoever is sick. Okay, you want to say something? Yeah, Debbie's husband. So for saying that, can we kneel down and pray as we are closing this service? Let's pray. Father in heaven, you change not. We are in this crisis. The only one who can save us is you. And even if we are asking this, we don't deserve because we are sinners. We are claiming the promise of Jesus Christ and His blood to cover us today, Lord. Remember our brothers and our sisters who are not here today. Debbie's husband, Mike, Paul, Pastor Jeff, his wife, and everybody who is sick, even who are not members of Brooklyn. Remember us, Lord, and go with us through this. Take us through this storm that we may praise you. As we go today, we put our lives to you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.